0: And welcome to WrestleMe. This is episode nine. Episode nine. Episode nine. Mark. So we're doing WrestleMania five.
1: Yeah, thank God we got out of the mire that was WrestleMania four. Not out of the mire yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's there's mighty more mire to come. Mark, this is a lot better, exponentially oh, better than the last one. Isn't it? We're, we're entering, if you like... It might not be the start of the beginning, but it's the beginning <laughs> of the start. And <laughs> lo- oh, I mean, this is this is miles better. Before we start, I want I want to have a chat with you about something. Right? Um, uh, the, oh, that sounded really serious. <laughs> <laughs> I found a lump. I'm afraid you've got head. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just quit bleeding. I was I was watching some um, British wrestling recently. Right, okay. And there's a wrestler who's called Saxon Huxley. Saxon is, Huxley. Uh, 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 um, it's not his real name. His real name is the far better. I think it's Ross Cook. Ross Cook is his name, and he's got an interesting nickname yeah, and that is muscle cat <laughs> saxon huxley now muscle cat
1: mm. was a, a character we'd made up yes. in the past mm.
0: now we were we were on a radio station and we worked mm. with alex zane mm. and alex zane told us a story about a muscular tomcat that his <laughs> mum had i was going to say rescued found stolen uh, uh, yeah and, encountered <laughs> encountered it's definitely the word to and, use and basically it had moved in <laughs> it, it, it was very much a father figure to to Alex, he was terrified of it. It lived in their their downstairs of their house, and it just yeah. bossed it around the place. Mm. And we, I remember, one of us shouted, ah, ah, ha, ha, "You've got a muscle cat!" And we loved this. Alex was, yeah. was really a bit, a bit upset. and We were obsessed for about three months on mm. air with muscle cat. We should talk about the muscle cat a lot. We did yeah. because I mean, once you thought of it, <laughs> it's impossible to shake a, it out of your head. A really sinewy feline, a really beefy moggy, <laughs> and. So I was, I was thinking that's that's weird yeah. it's weird there's a wrestler who's got the nickname Muscle Cat and he doesn't look like Muscle Cat if anything he looks like Jesus <laughs> so you'd think he would be called something like um, you know personal Jesus or yeah. I tried to think of a, a, like, a pun there that was clever and I like, couldn't think of one <laughs> what I would say I said that a lot on this podcast, Mm. is
1: that Muscle Cat uh, is is one of God's creatures. Exactly. So he invented
0: it in many ways. Anyway, I had a look at it, and I thought, I wonder if there's anything that will lead us to realise that he, as a young man, (laughs) heard that little anecdote that we did on a small radio station dedicated to alternative music. And... Do you know what? There's a couple of things that I think, ding, 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 (laughs) right? Is one of his characters called Peter Donaldson? (laughs) No, but Ross Cook, who plays Muscle Cat Saxon Huxley. Yeah. He is from Hartlepool. <gasps> Sod off. Nope, true. Amazing. Is he the
1: UKIP blog? No. Yeah, there, was a, you, there was an ex-wrestler who ran for UKIP. No. And he worked for ASDA as well. What's this? He, well, he ran for UKIP as a counsellor. I think he almost got in very close to getting in. I can
0: him. almost guarantee we'll be talking about him in two episodes time. <laughs> 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 Due to our complex recording schedules. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'd love to say we were doing that next week. That ain't going to happen. No, it's going to be the week after. But th- th- this guy is... He's, he's 29, mm. so he's born in 1988. Right. Which means he's about 20 yeah. when we're doing that story, which is also the sort of key demographic of that station we were at. Mm. And he has two theme tunes that he uses regularly.
1: Right, okay.
0: They are the Smiths' How Soon Is Now and Nirvana's cover of Bowie's Man Who Sold the World. Right, so he liked the indie music. He did. He liked the rock music. He was exactly the right age to be listening at the time. <laughs> And more importantly than that, he took the two words muscle cat, which which there is no explanation for. And the only explanation, I googled muscle cat, zero, zero zero returns. Not even his uh, character. (laughs) No, annoyingly, no, it didn't come up. I'd been doing it as one word. Um, That's how I pictured it.
1: Let, let me just say, for the record, that uh, I just hope that his character is
0: more successful than the break for show in which it was taken. But I imagine his physical strength would mean that if he wanted to, he could be Alex Zane's daddy. Um, <laughs> but uh, honestly, if anyone knows, I mean, if Saxon Huxley is listening, I would love to find out. Now, when we, again, our recording schedule means... <laughs> We're not going to hear about this for a couple of weeks. We're not going to hear about it for about ten episodes' time. <laughs> but, but the important thing is, I need to know <laughs> Saxon, Saxon this is not a thing where we're going to ask for all of the money you've made certainly I mean a proportion <laughs> seems fair I mean Hulk Hogan Marvel got a bit of money yeah that's all I'm saying Saxon don't worry about it the important thing is come clean we can solve this give daddy some cat food <laughs> give daddy a test. daddy needs his cat food steroids <laughs> so uh, yeah so I, th-
1: I thought magical this is like when I interviewed Harry Potter what's his name um,
0: oh you came up with the name Harry Potter
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I looked just like Harry Potter when I was a child uh, what's his name what's the character Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel, Daniel, the character who plays Harry Potter <laughs> the character who <laughs> plays the real man Harry real. Potter <laughs> Danny Radcliffe I interviewed him and he um, sort of stopped me halfway through the interview and went sorry are you Cheeky Pete from the Alexandra for Show?" Sure? Uh. and at the time I thought I've seen no, no single film that you've been in. <laughs> Although all of the cast of Harry Potter used to listen. So. So, so,
0: Daniel, if you're listening, we're not asking for all of your money, <laughs> but a proportion uh, of it would be nice. Well, you'll be pleased to hear that, I mean, I did it for the same length of time, as both you and Alex, mm. and I think I, I, I was recognised um, none times. <laughs> none times. No, zero times. None at zero, all. No, no, yeah. zero times. Never mind. Maybe we'll get
1: recognised for this. Wrestle uh, me! <laughs>
0: God, this has really put me in a... Anyway... <laughs> Bit of a downer. <laughs> hey! So let's get back up. Hey! hey. It's WrestleMania 5. WrestleMania 5. Yeah, 1989! What the world has come to, not what the world has come
1: to. <laughs> uh,
0: I forget what the. Uh, it, it's the, the disappointing, the mega powers explode. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, everyone Big, else, yeah. you're nothing. You're yeah. in a, m- a moose boosh The opening uh,
1: is, is a lot more professional. It is. It's getting better and better and better. And yeah. there are certain kind of
0: things that happen in this WrestleMania I think, oh, that's so much better than last time. Yeah, I isn't it? This is so much better. This is the first WrestleMania that they used a steady cam in. And it, is that right? It, it, throw, it just looks so much better. The weird yeah. thing is, this is the same place as they recorded WrestleMania 4. But the crowd is entirely different. They're yeah. really into it. A lot They're, more kids. A lot yeah. more kids around.
1: There's not like just a lot of um, you know, black and white
0: ties. And what this is, this is like the first year where they've really got that cartoon characters nailed down. Everyone's mm. a cartoon character. Everyone's larger than life. I mean, I, there's practically... I mean, there's a handful of people, but really no one using their real names. They're all That's just true, yeah. characters. And, okay. you know, and it's, it's, it's really the start of what would become the first great period in the WWF's yeah. sort of business history. This is where they start making all the millions. And it's actually... Also, the point where most people will have come in. So, I think you know, WrestleMania six was very big because about just after WrestleMania five, it, it gets a deal with Sky. Right. So we begin seeing it in the UK. Ah, I so see. I think I think I first saw it in about November of this year. This takes place in April. Right. So we're beginning to go on those moments where it's it, these are the early moments where it's becoming a phenomenon. Well,
1: the the opening um, is that uh, who's the fellow who runs the runs the gaff? What's his name?
0: Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Does he do the kind of he the vr he does yeah he's got an astonishing voice <laughs> i spent a lot of time trying to do it he really growls it out yeah. <laughs> it's sort of I, I, if i try and do it i can feel like a vein behind my eyes slightly going it's, like, oh, it's not a big voice Ill. is it it's a gravelly voice that he's kind of affecting but really yeah. gravelly no, really, really gravelly and and then i mean you know this is good so what's the best way of starting off I mean, you've got big shoes to fill with the national anthem, haven't you? Well, yeah, you Ray Charles, Aretha <laughs> yeah. Franklin, Gladys Knight. Yeah.
1: Um, so, is it fair to say that Rockin' Robin is not a confident performer when
0: it comes <laughs> to singing? I, I don't. I think you could argue she wasn't even a particularly confident performer when it came to wrestling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she does "America the Beautiful." Yeah. She, she does a
1: rendition, and by rendition, I mean the kind of rendition that takes place in a rendering plant, <laughs> <laughs> separating Bourne from gristle <laughs> from Vocal cards. I mean, oh,
0: it's it's dr- it's unspeakably it, bad. Mark. I can only imagine that what they the had. Has come to. They must have had someone else lined up. Th- they I, must have yeah, done. Can anyone say? Can anyone remember the words? No, that's I, all. That's all it required. Robin, Robin, Madonna's pulled out, right? <laughs> we're we're going to do your big ask here. Okay, can you sing? No, you're going to have to. Right? <laughs> out she goes. Does it? Now she is an obscure wrestler. Well, Robin, she she I is, expected her to. to Like turn up later on. Yes. I didn't see her later on. There's a weird thing where they do a quick interview with sensational Sherry Martell and... She's not anywhere else in the bloody thing. And so I have a feeling, um, they're both there. Yeah. That looks like... Now, I did have a look. Bumped for time? Uh, I don't think so. I think... Look into some of the matches. I would have bumped some of them. Oh, God, absolutely. (laughs) I I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It's the only... You never see that one. I haven't yeah. seen that for years because obviously they sort of go. We like to pretend that it's always been really big and exciting, and you just got like someone who works in the office <laughs> to do it. It's absolutely well, it, insane. They had uh, they had on the first
1: WrestleMania mm. a member of staff did it and did a better job. Yes, to that's be quite
0: true. Frank. Yeah, is that is that who, who sang it? Mean Gene sang mean it. Mean Gene sang it. Yeah, that, he that's had a crack. That's excusable. Uh, that's excusable because they don't know at that time how that big it's going to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All that next be. year you're going to have Roy Ray Charles half way through, after you've had all those, those big names, and just going, Robin! <laughs> Robin Love, get over here!
1: She looks so worried oh, Robin,
0: about things. <laughs> and, and rightly, and rightly. the um, she's, been, she's been walking up. There's, uh, the best bit about it is she finishes, and you go, oh that was difficult. And Jesse just jumps in with both feet. And he I says... He doesn't care, does he? <laughs> he says, uh, she better keep her daytime job, is all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> well... He got his wish. Um, unfortunately, she didn't. Uh, she didn't keep her daytime job very much longer at all. <laughs> no. uh, she was fired later that year. Um, <laughs> After that. She, she's the half-sister of Jake the Snake Roberts. Ah, oh, uh, okay. They, they had the same dad. And uh, the only thing it's sort of, I can, I can like, make a comparison to is, it's like if at like, the 1990 World Cup, they'd mm. have said, well, Pavarotti's ill. <laughs> get Stuart Piercy's stepsister <laughs> to sing it. It's such a weird decision, but oh my God, what a terrible start.
1: It was a terrible start, only cleaned up by the fact that I saw a little boy in the audience with the word body glove written on his <laughs> shirt. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's that's taken my mind off what I just witnessed. Great. Just in big Frankie says relax body glove. <laughs> I googled it. I, I thought it might be a wrestler or a wrestling move. No. None of those things. Importantly, if Muscle you go cat, to-
0: if you're listening there, if you go to our merch store (laughs) alongside the muscle cat t-shirt you'll now find one that says body glove Um, glove. and then poster from last week just to make sure that things are really going badly gorilla has his bit which is (laughs) pre-scripted and he fucks it up immediately within 12 words he says "Fap, fasten your (laughs) seatbelts
1: you know (laughs) there's quite a few vocal stumbles in this WrestleMania and I enjoy every last one of them but like they they start the show they're they're kind of straight in because sometimes you get like a bit of an introduction with Jesse and Gorilla Yeah. but it's proper Waldorf and of Statler they do their lines and the camera doesn't even show them from the front no. it just goes over the top of them. they don't credit him with a front shot they're just straight in
0: yeah it's getting rid of that old school mm. smoky auditorium mm. welcome ladies and gentlemen they're trying to cut all that out yeah. and it's so much the better yeah. and they've also Jesse and Gorilla have really ramped it up Jesse is on fire in this <laughs> he's working so hard yeah. you can tell that Gorilla finds it absolutely hilarious the entire time <laughs> there's a
1: bit where uh, later on we'll probably come to talk to it but Gorilla gets a couple of uh, shots. I think Jesse gets upset about Hulk Hogan Hogan going going to Hollywood. Hollywood. And Jesse uh, and uh, Gorilla's face cannot hide the glee. He's enjoying
0: (laughs) Jesse Ventura pretending to be angry. It's it's like he's Jesse Ventura's dad. (laughs) And he's going, do you know what? This guy is doing so well. Uh, It's lovely. It's really sweet. Uh, So we get the first match, which is King Haku with uh, Bobby Heenan versus Hercules. Mm. Haku looks a bit like a chunky Chris Rhea. (laughs) Yes, he does. He's he's got the eye. He looks like a man sloth. He's got little little <laughs> eyes that are sort of like a little bit sort of on the side of his head, and he looks so soft and sort of pudgy but firm. Ah, oh, he's and as we as we explained a couple of episodes ago, he's insanely dangerous in real life. Um, <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, I remember him now. He comes down dressed as a king. There mm. was a, a, a sort of thing where they had a a bit where King Harley Race came in as the king of wrestling, and then right. when people beat him, they, they could then say the king, they were right. king. Although that doesn't happen here which is a bit of weirdness where you sort of go well sometimes you do sometimes you don't but Haku comes out on a a sort of plinth with a throne on it and it's mm. being carried by by some men and Gorilla goes how many people are carrying that Jesse and Jesse goes well looks like four to six <laughs> it's four right? I love the fact that a wrestler can't stop exaggerating even when you're trying to work out how many men are carrying a plinth oh it's at least 50,000 <laughs> it's 4 or 6 or 20 or 600 <laughs> Hard of to them to say <laughs> yeah useless haku looks <laughs> absolutely bemused by the whole <laughs> thing of they put a crown on his yeah, head yeah he's not selling it is he no. he's not selling it he looks he looks sort of content but a bit out, <laughs> but you know like when you get cats and you put things on cats like you try and put a, yeah, a hat yeah. on a cat yeah yeah and it sort of sits there and goes, mm. <laughs> "You're going to be in trouble for this. Yeah, you're going to lose an eye. I am insane. <laughs> I, I think that's exactly gonna, what Hacker is up to. I'm going to pop your eye. Absolutely. Um,
1: Bobby the Brain um, died quite
0: recently, didn't he? Yes, he, he did. Yeah, he'd, he'd been ill for a long time. Mm. I think he'd had um, throat cancer, yeah. uh, which he'd had a number of sort of bouts of, you know, hopefully getting over and, and mm. under. But yeah, he's uh, it's such a shame. I mean, he is he is one of the absolute greats. Yeah. This is also a really good WrestleMania to see how good he is later mm. on. He's just he's just a consummate manager. I don't think there's anyone who disputes that. I don't think Mm. there's anyone really in the frame that you would say, who did that job of being a wrestling manager? Which could be a bit of a thankless job. Mm. Who did it better than Bobby Heenan? The answer is no one. There's there's some managerial
1: performances uh, in this
0: one that makes you think... What's to
1: stop me becoming <laughs> the mouth of the South in yeah. London or slick?
0: <laughs> yeah, I could do slick's job. Well, pull back a little bit because we don't want to. If you were dressed up that way, it would be totally unacceptable. <laughs> but there's, there's, yeah. I mean, it is. It's when you see it done well, you sort of don't notice it. It's just yeah. a lot of it is done badly, and then you really sort of go, God, that's not really a proper job. <laughs> Crazy. Um, Hercules was last seen stinking the place out with the uh, warrior last time. Around. Yes, that he was. was uh, yeah, that was fun. He, he doesn't do really any. Better here. <laughs> yeah. uh, he had a, he had a period. Uh, they are actually, I think, in WrestleMania seven. The best run he had was with a young guy called Paul Roma. Right. Again, a guy who really, you know, lower reaches of the card and everything. And they had a tag team called Power and Glory, and that really worked. But it was, uh, yeah, he's he's a sort of he's one of those performers who he looks great, mm. which is why he was big in the eighties. He's just a big muscular man with a chain round his neck, and then the problem is you have to watch him for eight minutes <laughs> and that is no fun at all on the te- I've paid for this this is a pay-per-view oh it's terrible isn't it <laughs> I mean e- even the ending he has to do a thing where and it's a, it's a traditional ending this one right. where you do a German suplex and Haku is on his back and so is Hercules mm. so both men's shoulders are on the floor and what you'd normally do is one of them would lift their shoulders up and then they've pinned the other so right. you've got a double pin and then at two one of them moves and ha ha he's pinned the other one right, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what is supposed to happen here But Hercules doesn't even try. And so the referee just goes, yeah, Hercules won it. And it's, (laughs) I mean, yay, let's start the big show. uh, He's still thinking about the anthem. Yeah. still thinking about America the Beautiful. There's also a mention in this one of, of, of the phrase Pearl Harbor. Which they right. used to use all the time. How oh, did they? It's okay. Pearl Harbor, them, <laughs> which means a cowardly attack from behind. <laughs> um, and they've got rid of they've got rid of that now. That nobody says. No, Pearl nobody Harbred. says that anymore. No. And it's funny because we're further away. You think it'd be okay? <laughs> yeah. Talking of Pearl Harbor uh, and unacceptable things that were inflicted upon the American people. Mm. Uh, the next match the is Twin Towers. The Twin Towers. The Big Boss Man and Akeem yeah. with Slick versus the Rockers. So Akim. Um, The man, he's dressed like
1: he's off to church. Would Mm. it be unfair to say that he doesn't look particularly African, this
0: gentleman? I'd go further than that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd go further than... Other than the fact they've called him Akeem, the African dream. Yes. And he has a map of Africa behind him. Yeah, on his back. He is not only looking African, (laughs) he is doing nothing that an African person... I would go as far to say... I don't think Hakeem has ever met anyone from Africa. I don't think he's ever met a black person. I don't think he has. I don't think he's. I don't think he's read any books about Africa. I don't think. I don't think he's read any books about Europe either. But I mean, that's not. That's not. That's not important to his gimmick. <laughs> but yeah it's, it, it's so weird and it's so weird that he was around for about in that gimmick about two years Isn't he that... used to be the one man gang right? so yes. we saw him in okay. Wrestlemania 4 mm. uh, well, against Bam Bam Bigelow okay, and right. Randy Savage uh, and so he comes back with this thing I, I, I think I did say a couple of episodes ago but Akeem the African Dream was supposed to be a sort of mean spirited joke at Dusty Rhodes at the time the big uh, player in NWA Yes. and he was the American Dream right? so the idea that Vince Man comes up with is you go let's make this guy the African Dream and then Dusty Rhodes Will cry himself to sleep every night. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely perplexing what he thought was going to happen. I do like an industry that only has two games in town, and
1: I say that with the covenants of a man in the radio industry. <laughs> it's not like a pissing contest
0: that no one wins. Yeah, <laughs> and two men having a fight that is literally impossible to penetrate if you're normal. <laughs> know, um, yeah, nobody has any image of what's going the on, on. The one thing Akeem, who's a guy called George Grey, um, the one thing that he thinks that African people do is they do a sort of weird jerk. That's right. Dance yeah, he does movie. a little sort of robot dance, doesn't yeah, he? A little weird like, kind of. Yeah. Like, well, I don't even know. What that's called like finning his hands. Um, is it also
1: fair to say that came probably doesn't do a lot of running in real life? If no, because he does a lot of running in this match. He does, and he looks every inch an exhausted man. He by the end is. Of the
0: I'd, do you know what? I've never seen him in real life. I would love to. I think he would <laughs> like he looked like a huge egg. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. One of the uh, biggest
1: um, changes this time around and uh, developments, I think, it's fair to say, mm. uh, is that um, you can really... Uh, they've mic'd up the, the ring. Yeah. So you can hear everything, which yeah. I, I presume they did before, but not to this sort of extent. I don't know where they put the mics, but you can hear you could hear um, Slick shouting, What they need is a black referee.
0: Yeah. Oh, at one point, idea. which is quite nice. Oh, I like that. Um, but uh, like people are just kind I of mean, talking. Ironically, around. yes, uh, in the 80s, the, uh, they, the WWF <laughs> could have had a black referee. <laughs> I mean, they could have had more than just white people around. That, that, that would have been cool. Well, it is a
1: black admin assistant. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. One of the, of the first many, people who
0: went into the Hall of Fame before it was made proper mm. was a guy called James Dudley. Right. And James Dudley went into the Hall of Fame, one of the first people to go in, in this sort of, uh, before it was formalised. So he went in, and he was uh, Vince McMahon's driver. Oh. He was an elderly black guy. Oh. And uh, he went in in the same thing as Andre the Giant. So when they first started off, they never mentioned James Dudley anymore. <laughs> when they first started off, everyone was like, well, this is a ridiculous thing, because it's just re- rewarding people who McMahon sort of... Just, just trying yeah, 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 to sort yeah. of like you know sort of cheer up in the mm. office sort of thing. Mm. So it, 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 James Dudley is, is this character who's been forgotten, but you he shouldn't be in the office. he Should be in the car. They didn't have <laughs> a problem. Really they didn't have a problem with poor representation because Vince McMahon had a black driver. <laughs> <That's> the, uh, <laughs> Who got in the Hall of Fame first? Yeah, Andre um, and my driver, Andre French, and a giant. <laughs> right, that's not normal. No, exactly. No, James Dudley. I mean, it's it's the old the old uh, <laughs> Robert Kilroy Silk. He he said that line before when he was accused of being racist. He Said, he, he had a secretary who was responding to the paper, and she said, "No, Robert can't be racist. He's got a black driver, which geez. is one of the great
1: lies." Jeez, um, I enjoyed uh, when Jesse Ventura um, pointed out Donald Trump. <laughs> yes. He says Donald Trump with a really hard T. Yeah.
0: Trump is back. He learned Trump nothing from last year. Yeah.
1: Well, he uh, this is the year that Donald got uh, his first Time cover, and also the same month that he took out a full-page advert in the New York Times saying that five black children, ages fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen, yeah, and I think six, another one at sixteen, be executed. I know. After yeah, accused of uh, rape. And they were and, they were, of and course they were cleared. Yeah, acquitted of all crimes. Yeah, he uh, Trump was Trump's. To say Trump has changed in any way
0: would be disingenuous at best. Well, I mean that's something to admire about him. <laughs> he's always stuck to his guns, and he's he's not a, he's not a man for t- turning or changing. No. Um, Akeem's partner in this is the big boss man. And yes. Boss man is he was such a good big man. He when he gets hit, he acts like he's just made of jelly. He just absolutely <laughs> sort of flops around. There's a great bit where he jumps off the top rope and uh, Shawn Michaels sort of rolls out the way and the boss man just rocks off his belly where he lands, <laughs> onto his face with his legs going up the top. It looks brilliantly dangerous. <laughs> but it's just, he was a really, really good man and mm. he was, you know, just a good big man. Um, I, I enjoy watching him. And it suddenly, you I suddenly realise... I thought he was a policeman. Well, he's not; he's a corrections officer. A corrections I mean, officer, yeah. yeah. I think when he'd... I, I, I think it's true, but I think he'd actually had been a corrections officer in Georgia before right. he was wrestler or when he was starting. And when he'd met Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon was like, you know, what did you used to do? He says this. I used be
1: Robert kilroy driver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can go in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, and the Rockers, it's their first appearance. Um, Shawn Michaels, of course, who would later right. become known as Mr. WrestleMania. Yes. He uh, puts on the greatest WrestleMania matches uh, in, in later wrestlemanias not this one, so much. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, he, he does what he can. This is still the era of the very big, big man. Mm. Shawn Michaels is, is at the bottom of the rung. Mm. He's there to do some flippy moves and mm. everyone go ooh and then to lose mm. uh, and his partner is marty genetti as well um, we're gonna talk so much about him later <laughs> okay not on this one i feel i feel i'm gonna keep my powder dry on him
1: <laughs> that's the thing though isn't it because these characters start appearing and you're like oh there's a really good story about this guy. shall
0: i wait and then well, you all i'm gonna say delete. is prepare yourself and just type in marty genetti should i have sex with my daughter question mark (laughs) I think I might have yeah I think Mm. I might be on nodding toes it wasn't his daughter just a (laughs) child he'd brought up under the impression it was his daughter (laughs) for 18 years absolutely Um, and then it's always nice when you've got the twin towers in the ring that Jesse shouts this is an atrocity (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking they must have done a match and I, I, I'm not even doing this as like, ha-ha. I'm doing it as a sort of, oh, that's a bit of a shame for them. But I think there must have been a match where someone says, and the Twin Towers They're are down, down yeah. and the audience are just cheering. Well, we'll never see this, et <laughs> yeah, uh. Absolutely. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. It's not a bad match, this one. No, I quite enjoyed it. It was quite a
1: good, uh, quite a good opener. Well, after that. <laughs> after yeah. us <Hakuin>. let's,
0: let's, <laughs> let's put Rockin' Robin and Haku and Hercules in the box marked, <laughs> didn't count. And First start, start, yeah, yeah, I, I, <laughs> warm up. It's good this, and it's a classic thing of going. Here's two young plucky people. Can mm. they beat the huge monsters? Mm. Answer's no. But you know, you enjoy it while it lasts because yeah. you hope they do. Oh, uh, not a bad match. Magic, yeah, yes. Uh, then there's a, uh, a little uh, talk with Million Dollar Man and yes. Virgil. Good old Virgil. And Tony Schiavone. We spoke a lot about Virgil. We did, yeah.
1: And I thought, when Ted gets his million dollar belt out, I think Virgil's had that away. <laughs> Virgil sold that.
0: If Virgil had had that away and sold it, he would not still be in the underground <laughs> selling photographs to himself. I actually noticed there's a figure come out of Virgil that the WWE have produced. Oh, really? And he's in his uh, sort of uniform that he's wearing here, a sort of oh, white, white tux. cut-off kind of tux, yeah. right. Yeah, and it comes with a banner that says meet WWE superstar Virgil, like he uses at convention. Wow, so it's
1: just like a meme kind of yeah
0: of taking advantage. I think that's going to sell, loads, isn't it? No, it's Virgil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's Virgil. No, but it's still Virgil. That's the star Like meme fans, I love want it now. Yeah, I if want you made it now. A, If you made a, a figure of, uh, I don't know, the keyboard cat, yeah. or the man who
0: uh, never going to give you up, man, God, uh, Rick wow, Astley. Why are we wasting our time doing this? <laughs> we, we could be sourcing materials in China now. This is crazy. <laughs> (laughs) Um, You notice in this interview that uh, 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 as soon as you notice it, you can't stop seeing it. Mm. But it's 89, and that to me seems like relatively recently. Mm. Everyone in this has got really... Dry blow dried hair. Yes, every everybody. Full Edmonds. Oh, Full Edmonds. So much hair. <laughs> so much hair. And as soon as uh, uh, some like, thick. It's like a thatched roof. Yeah, and a as suit as, oh, like velvet. Mm. Thick like folds of velvet. The sort of hair that Mark
1: Lawrence and the football commentator yes. had, well until
0: yeah. 2017. Well, that, that's the funny thing because you sort of go, this is this is relatively recently, and mm. you go, my god, they're all dressed like on Dynasty. <laughs> this is old fashioned man, and then you get one of the greats. Of this long, frizzy, dry, blow-dried <laughs> hair, it's Brutus the Barber, Beefcake. That's right, yes, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Um, uh, Brutus Beefcake's mallet, Absolutely <laughs> well, Oh, So I, dry I thought Brutus the Barber's hair was so long at the back
1: Because at some point he'll get his just desserts Someone yeah. will chop his hair off Yeah But well, I, don't, I don't know where that happens What, what you're
0: doing there is you're being a good booker <laughs> <laughs> A clever booker Grow your hair out Grow yeah. your hair out so we can cut a bit of it off Yeah I would, I would say this is another Wrestlemania Where we don't get to see him cut anyone's hair No And it's it, uh,
1: just disappointing And, al- and also um, uh, two things I noticed about British The Bar cake. Um it's a, nut, it's, a, it's a return of a really bad sports bag oh yeah because his, his shears comes in a really bad sports bag dirty. the last time we saw a dirty dirty little sports bag was the crappy
0: Andre the Giant one from Wrestlemania 1 yes um, where Andre had a lot of money he won do you know I was walking through Kilburn about a year ago mm. and I went past a bloke who came off the bus and he had the exact sports bag that Andre has <laughs> and he was not a guy who thought oh he's, a, he's being hip or anything Thing. No. This is like a 1982 Titan Sports, like, <laughs> employee's bag. That is full of dollar bills. He had no idea. I was just thinking, oh, my God, where have you... I, if I said where to him, you can, I, can I buy that bag for three quid, he'd just go, oh, this is a mugging. <laughs> don't know what's going on. Oh, it was a great bag. Great bag. Great bag. Um, Gorilla shouts, Brutai is looking bigger than I've ever seen him before. <laughs> All right, Gorilla, don't give the game away, yeah?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brutus the Bower Beefcake <clears throat> has got... Because he's got wearing some gold pant- pantaloons.
0: Yeah. He has got one, Juicy behind. Mark. Well, he's yeah. got a lovely old butt. Butt. He in, big and round when and he was squidgy. in WCW and couldn't use the Brutus the Barber beefcake gimmick. What did he go for? Well, he went for Paul a load that didn't work. No, they were so bad. He was called Disciple. <laughs> he was called Zodiac. <laughs> they couldn't find anything. And the really? only one that was. A blip of being okay. He called himself the Booty Man. <laughs> really? <laughs> You're kidding me. Yeah. What? And he was like showing off his booty. He wore the same things as he was wearing in WrestleMania five, although let's be honest, fifteen years have gone by. <laughs> and he's just he was just shaking his bum all the time. And right. the problem is, as as I, we've talked about this before, see, that's why I'm a good
1: booker because I noticed is he's got yeah. some junk in the trunk. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's make it clear, it wasn't a hugely
0: successful gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what uh, is this? It makes it makes those. Lists where they go the worst gimmicks of all time. But, Notable. But, I mean, it was, it, it, uh, you know, it, it's that horrible line as well. Where if you watch <laughs> wrestling, you don't want someone to come in, especially when you're like a teenager, mm. and go, What are you watching this for? You're a <laughs> puff. It's like watching,
1: it's like playing any Japanese video game. Yeah. You can have some tough guys having a fist fight, but as soon
0: as a girl walks in the room, yeah.
1: there's tits on the screen. Yeah, you like
0: half oh, a crying out loud. And wrestling has that thing of you don't want anything on it that someone goes, Yeah, <laughs> all right, okay. Yeah got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, sure, sure, you I'm like sure it's this. a really important game. Yeah, so having I'm a sure. character called the Booty Man, who is about 42, <laughs> shaking his bum, <laughs> and everyone going, look at him Go! you know oh, look man. look at that jiggle this um, is going off i think uh, the, <laughs> the million dollar man uh
1: this is quite distasteful because in 1989 mm. uh there was a mini crash in the stock market after united airlines stock fell and people say that started the entirety of the 90s global recession really <laughs> and it's great million dollar man ted beaty flaunting his wealth i, I think, think it's all he is his one fault.
0: of those people who he's a good good villain yeah but and it comes out of that dynasty thing but it is weird, isn't it, that you have to hate him because he's rich and he and he like <laughs> scorns you and everything. Yes. And not not to want to sound like I'm doing some terrible BBC Radio 4 <laughs> political thing, mm. but I mean, isn't that what we've got nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he'd, be a, a a Bitcoin, he'd be a Bitcoin entrepreneur. He would, like yeah. There's, there's a little <laughs> there as well. Yeah, I mean, if he was like me, he would have lost quite a lot of that recently. <laughs> yeah,
1: Mark, a few weeks ago, oh, actually, no, it was before Christmas, wasn't it, Mark? Mm. Uh, we were in a pub and there was like a, a card machine that you could and put your card in and buy some bitcoin yeah you spent about 10 pounds or 20 pounds on no, bitcoin no no just no, no. 10 pounds ok 10 yeah, pounds yeah, just 10 and, pounds and that yeah, you had a little test and you got a bit did, excited you got a bit did. excited about the bitcoin um, and the last time we recorded actually we went to yeah. the pub afterwards and you showed me how much you'd made yeah. on your uh, further investment of about 200 200 quid 200 quid, quid. Yeah. you'd
0: so made uh, about 60-70 quid on it and no no, no. I'd, I'd made up to I, I was up to 600 quid wowzers so 210 pound I'd gone to 605 pounds goodness yeah those, those days <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's fair to say that when we I mean it might have bounced back by oh, well, the time this comes out, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't I mean, say trend-wise. I wouldn't say
0: I've been checking pretty much every hour. But, <laughs> but let me tell you, <laughs> bouncing back. Sometimes before it bounces back, it has to bounce down again, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's no narrative otherwise. is well, there? it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking big bounce back because there's <laughs> been a
1: lot of bouncing down. If you've uh, seen, uh, if, if you'd like to meet Mark in in in, in person, he will be on Tottenham Court Road Tube Station yeah. selling pictures of himself. But I only
0: accept Bitcoin. <laughs> But, but only Bitcoin from 2009, when it was worth something. I've got. I, I still don't know how it works. So, no. but, but bring your biggest Bitcoin. And bring the big Bitcoin, guys. I, I want old Bitcoin, not new ones. That's, that's made very clear. I'm gonna make that very clear. Um, um, I, I did a little bit of looking into Brutus Beefcake. Okay, as right. To yeah, what yeah, he's yeah, up yeah. to now. Yeah. And he, he he's, he's had some sort of big stories over the years. Mm. Uh, there was a famous one where I think he was working in one of the subways or a train station and uh, there was an anthrax scare. That's right, yes, and, and he, he,
1: his cocaine was... He, he had to come forward anthrax, and yeah. say, I
0: left a bit of cocaine on the side. Mm. You know, good on him, you know, mm. wasting everyone's time. Um, but uh, at the moment, he's got <laughs> and a, have you still got it? <laughs> <laughs> Which evidence lock-up is it in? Because <laughs> that is my property. Yeah, I, I, um, I think if they gave him back the anthrax, <laughs> you, might, you might just sort of go, do you know what... <sighs> (sighs) (laughs) Better than nothing. Um, (laughs) I I should stress, I don't know Brutus the Barber, Um, but but uh, he's got a book out at the moment. It's just come out, Ah. and uh, it's noticeable that it's not published by the WWE. Mm. Uh, It's also really noticeable he's not in the Hall of Fame. Ah, Which is quite an unusual yeah. one. Yeah, they've done a lot of the big, big stars of the '80s, mm. and they've never done Beefcake. Um, he he should be. He mm. was. I mean, I mean, probably he wasn't. I've said this before. He was. He, he was not great in the ring, mm. but he was one of my favourite wrestlers growing up. Yeah, I remember. I remember him. Gimmick.
1: Yeah, I remember actually, standing in walls. I Think I said this before. Standing in walls, looking at his figure, going, "What is a beef?"
0: <laughs> it wasn't something we used in England. But beefcake. He's actually. He's not. There, there's a period where he's pretty good in the ring, right? Because he's he's working with great guys and the fans mm. love him and he he should be in the hall of fame mm. i noticed when i went onto his twitter it's mainly him retweeting people who say Hey man, you should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, retweet that. <laughs> Loads of misspellings in them." Um, it's like Oscar season. You've lobby for it. One bloke wrote to Real uh, at Real Donald Trump, the president's address, to say, "Can you suggest to Vince McMahon to put Brutus Beefcake in the WWE Hall of Fame?" <laughs> I mean, that, that sort of man should be arrested. <laughs> I
1: mean, I, it's one of the situations that you would imagine that Donald Trump would be only too
0: happy to get involved in. <laughs> it probably would be, wouldn't it? Say, I, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be the stupidest thing <laughs> no. he's ever done.
1: No, exactly, you know,
0: lobbying the, a rich man to put him
1: in a fictional horror He had, film, he had, he had the, the
0: shears, he had the butt, the butt, the, <laughs> the booty. Give tr- him the booty great, man? Tremendous. You, you can go in, but
1: you can't go in as booty man.
0: <laughs> the biggest star of all time, <laughs> the booty man. You know, uh, oh, man.
1: big now. Booty's a big now. That's
0: a big thing. Booties it's, a are big big. it's a big deal. People like a bit of thick. <laughs> now, uh, he's also got a shop where he's oh, yeah. selling his old gloves that he says he's used in the ring for $50. You can also buy shears... Mm normal garden shears <laughs> shears but, uh, from him for £150 quite a mark up there um, they say they're actual clippers that he brings to the ring with him um, mm, mm. hard to yeah. tell yeah
1: hard to tell and also, um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, right. also, no. if, if they've been in his possession, I mean, if, I imagine they come like sort of pre-wrapped, unsigned from China. <laughs> yes, uh, that's just, where I keep my things. Just working as a middleman, Guangzhou. I keep all of my things in Guangzhou now.
0: <laughs> Can I have them signed? <laughs> do we like them, mate? <laughs> but he was Virgil he... Will do it for a fiver. <laughs> a twenty, twenty. Um, <laughs> there, there, there's a funny thing about about we talked about this on a previous podcast about how mm. a lot of people. Always underrated him because he was one of Hogan's best friends. Yes, and that's right. They had a thing of you know anywhere Hogan went, Beefcake went, and he didn't really deserve it. Mm. Um, he's actually had a massive falling out with Hogan, slightly over this new book that he's written. Oh, so quite um, recently then? Okay. Yeah, really recently. He um he's he wrote a book, and the the uh, ghostwriter and the lawyer had contacted Hogan to say just to let you know Beefcake's writing a book. Mm. It's all going to be you know no holds barred and everything, and. Um, uh, Hogan's lawyers were immediately back in contact. So I think they'd hung out as young men, and I think there's a slight thing of going, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's not, and Hogan, of course, he's having problems, well, he's had problems because of this Gorka case. Yes. Not so much the Gorka case, but the thing that led to the Gorka case.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was um, financed by a big kind of anti-Gawker. Uh, was he a lie- lawyer? He's certainly a very rich man. He funded uh, Hulk yeah, Hogan's lawyers, didn't
0: I, he? I think it was someone who had been outed by Gawker, that's right. Yeah, so it, it was someone who'd had uh, a, a problems in the past with Gawker, mm. and so when Hogan come along, they bankrolled his one, thinking mm. this could bring Gawker down, which mm. it absolutely did. Mm. Uh, the thing in question was a video of Hulk Hogan uh, uh, being caught in flagrante with a, uh, Bubba a the Love wife. Sponge's wife. That's right, and in the course of that sex video he also used a couple of racial epithets when he was talking now that led to WWE entirely severing their relationship with him they had a raw 25th anniversary show and Hogan was saying on an interview I really hope they're going to ask me back for that and they released a statement saying our position has not changed so they're really sort of strong on this so Hogan doesn't want I think anyone's sort of going. Hey, remember back in the day when, when you did this when, when you did this thing that was illegal and it was hilarious.
1: Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I, um, I think uh, this week the WWE banned a wrestler for sexual sort of sexual, um, uh, some kind of sexual impropriety. Anyway, and yeah, said we have a zero tolerance policy, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how WWE and most wrestling companies deal with you know the roided up men of the eighties, yeah, you know, well, and, well, and,
0: and, and what situation you know where we have that in history. I mean, I mean, one of the clear, clearest cases of that would be uh, China Mm. Who uh, is an attitude era star, one of the first women to really reach superstar level? Although uh, did she got a, she went to Japan to teach, didn't she? She, she did, English yeah. she died. Yes, but she did that after she'd. I mean, she'd had a very rough time mm. after her wrestling career, and mm. she'd, she'd uh, had a lot of substance abuse, and she'd ended up making uh, pornos. Mm. And the problem is, WWE is a trade publicly traded company. There's really no way back for them after that. It's very very difficult for them to to say, well, we're a family company, and here we are celebrating this. Person, mm. and after her death, they were able to do that, and they've been mentioning her more often now. And it seems to be a sort of smoother ride, right? But it's very difficult to work out how you bring back people who are still alive with these things hanging over them. Mm. It's um, it, it's a tricky question. It's one of those things that I can imagine is, I, I mean, just working out what to do in those scenarios. You've got Hulk Hogan, and you just don't feel you can bring him back. And Hogan is saying, "Please <coughs> bring him back," you know he is the biggest wrestling star of all time you, mm. you know steve austin made more money in a short period but hogan is the household name and to be a- not be able to you know link hands with him mm. as the company that made him and he made the company mm. it's a funny situation mm. and and I, I don't know how it's going to be resolved to be honest i yeah. don't know they could just they could just you know stick to their guns and and you couldn't blame them for that mm. After they've made all that money. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Afterwards. I suppose there's also the thing where you go, well, he's never going to wrestle again, so... Yeah, exactly. What are we going to get out of him? A couple yeah. of appearances at the you know, Hall of Fame or a, yeah. you know, a Raw filming or God something? God knows what he's going to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll take a short uh, ad break if that's right with you. We'll be back for a little bit more, a little test. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you in a second. I'm going to have these steroids.
2: <laughs> America, America.
0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
1: down. So to help us, we brought in a
2: reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a
0: thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Everybody get 30, 30, get 30, get get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So
2: Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month Slows. Full turns at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
1: Right, we're back to wrestle me. We've kind of had that ad break a little bit late, so uh, we, there won't be much longer uh, on this show.
0: But uh, no, no, yeah, this is a show that fine. just goes on and on and on. And well, on. it's I. It, I think it might be a little bit shorter than the last one. It is. It doesn't feel. It, actually, it's just one of those things. It's got too many matches, in it? Yeah. Seventeen matches or something. Yeah. Nobody probably, needs to see seventeen matches in in one sitting. <laughs> that's probably why they dropped Rock and Robin and uh, the, the other. Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the good thing is they do bring back someone who we missed for the last couple of WrestleManias.
1: Alfred Hayes. Why? is he back because once again showing why he should not be allowed <laughs> near
0: a camera. Given two lines <laughs> can't do the second one. Muffs them up. Just Muffs them up. Just a pile of uh, 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 primitive uh, <laughs> private opinion there from <laughs> absolutely amazing. They have two wrestlers, the Bushwhackers, who are eating and so they can't speak and they have Alfred Hayes who isn't eating and can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and, and to be honest the, uh, the Bushwhackers can't seem to uh, can't seem to pretend they're deleting no like he keeps I think it's a waffle (laughs) in in his mouth like half jammed in his mouth pretending that he can't possibly stop eating this waffle but it's clear that he has every intention of stopping (laughs) eating the waffle and I'm like going guys rehearse your goddamn bits especially if there's uh, variables like food working with Lord (laughs) 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 Alperniz these
0: are all unknowns guys they are uh, they have their match next with the fabulous Rougeau brothers Mm. I I mean the, the Bushwhackers were one of those groups who were the epitome of this cartoon era
1: yeah I mean I remember doing the bushwhacker walk at school yeah. even though
0: I never watch any wrestling God knows where they
1: came up with it, <laughs> it's I mean, so it, it
0: they're New, New Zealand farmers I think they're yeah. kind of like pitch stars they, they were in, in the early 80s they sort of came over to America and they're mm. called the sheep herders yeah. and they were insanely violent they were like <laughs> ECW in the 80s right. so they would bleed buckets They were, mm. but they can't wrestle they can just sort of <laughs> fight and punch by the time we got to Wrestlemania 5 they're also a bit old they're a bit bored and they're cartoons they can't do anything violent yeah. so they do nothing Really. <laughs> they walk around with their arms going up and down, and, and they, they lick people they lick, Mark. people. they lick people. What is the licking about? I don't know. They lick each other. Yep. And then they lick people. Yep. They, they sort of lick each other's heads, and they lick their opponents, and <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. I can't understand the thing of going. and So you're going to be doing this. Yeah. You know. So we've got your new thing. You're going to be called Peter Donaldson, and what you're going to do <laughs> is you're going to just fall backwards onto your side, and then you're also going to spit up your own nose. It's just it doesn't make any sense. I just you know.
1: I ah. mean, th- this match relies on Girl and Jesse like arguing American immigration policy oh, at one point, oh. the, but they rescue them because when funny people aren't being funny or yeah. aren't funny they're really not funny they're no. really
0: not enjoyable to watch no they aren't and it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's weirdly I, they were some of the first uh, I saw like the first American wrestling I saw was in about 1991 it must mm. have been in like uh, Wembley Arena yeah and I really remember clearly the bushwhackers coming out and uh, my friend's dad was with us and he'd never seen any wrestling before and the whole thing he was just like going oh what's this, what's this and they came out and he was practically within four minutes on his chair just going oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> he loved them. I don't know what it was like. So maybe it's just the music or something. I don't know. People but, look like me. Every, <laughs> he actually did really look yeah. like one. Of them. But it was insanely. They were just like hugely popular. I don't understand why. Yeah. Don't understand it. They were always that terrible. A weird one, isn't but, it? Yeah. That 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 Jesse and Gorilla stuff is great. Where they just start going on about <laughs> Jesse's going as far as you're concerned, Gorilla. We should tear down the Statue of Liberty, right? <laughs> Only let your friends in. And, and Gorilla's going. Hey, my parents come from abroad. It's all. <laughs> it's so strange, What's isn't it?
1: going? Oh, you want to let people in who you like who are your friends. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jesse
0: says, clever like a fox, which is not the phrase. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy like a fox. Uh, Well done. uh, Uh, But uh... the crowd love this
1: match yeah it's strange because they're quite at certain times even when when Ondra's doing his thing they're not really that into Andre this time round no, which is weird the it's air really sucked of... out of the room in yeah. that one they really
0: don't like that Very but they strange. love the
1: bushwhackers why what, What's not doing that? anything well I mean I was I was doing the bushwhacker dance in the playground so maybe it's something to do with that yeah it must who be knows? They, who knows they,
0: I mean they're still going the two of them you know mm. they, they're, they're old now and they're sort of you know on crutches and things but <laughs> I mean I, I like them in retrospect yeah. but at the time every time they'd come on I'd just go oh god <laughs> again, it's that thing of, of, it was too easy for people to go, what's this shit you're yeah, watching? Yeah, exactly. You know, what, it's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> God, they're licking someone. Why is he licking them? There's actually some some, 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 quite a lot of, like, when they do the TV tapings, they end up licking the kids in the front row. Oh, that's not right. And again, the kids that's are not... like, this is this is great, this is fine. The kids, this is not fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is not <laughs> fine. No, Never no, no. Never lick children. No. Never lick children. Uh, no, I haven't seen that for a while. I, might, I was about to say, I'll go and Google it, but again, that's going to bring up a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Bushwhackers <laughs> licking kids. <laughs>
1: well, they do. They do leave the. Uh, they do leave the thing
0: uh, licking. Um, oh, Sean Mooney. Sean Mooney is the guy. Yeah. Is yeah. It, does
1: he? Is he still involved?
0: Are they, like. Uh, no. He, he. He came back. He comes back to do sort of like little bits. But he's used as a nostalgia act, sort of legend. I think he <laughs> right. went off and had a proper sports announcing yeah. career okay. after his tenure with them. Well, career. he was
1: kind of Mister Slicker, wasn't he? He was kind of like he, yeah. he looked like a, like a proper. He presumably he wasn't a wrestler back in the day. No, no. Like a, One a, of those
0: a, strange American guys who. They do sports and their big mm. thing is to just keep a totally even keel mm. well what a wonderful play whether uh, it's a really weird mm. thing that we don't have over here but he was very much like that it's, but uh, he, he in this in this
1: position he was uh he was he had to just spend his time um working the crowd sort of saying
0: hello to the crowd and stuff yeah that? he doesn't get much out of them, no, no again again the crowd every time he speaks to them you just go oh, all you people simple this is the, this <laughs> yeah. is this is the standard of wrestling crowd just one of you to stand up and go oh it was a wonderful match instead <laughs> of just shouting Jake, Jake, Jake <laughs> over and over again. Are you gonna,
1: uh, who's your favourite? Who's whoever's on? It's yeah. whoever's on. Who's going to win? Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And everyone's shouting Hulk Hogan. Then he goes, "Well, it's fifty-fifty in the crowd. <laughs> no. It's not.
0: Everyone's shouting Hulk Hogan, mate. Well, it's everyone loves Hulk. Fifty of them are shouting. Fifty percent are shouting Hulk Hogan. The other fifty percent are shouting things that sound like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all a bit inbred, and it's not coming out <laughs> right. Um, uh, we get the the next match, which is Mister Perfect versus Blue Blazer. Yeah. Um, t- two smaller men. The Blue Blazer under the mask is Owen Hart. Yeah. So he he died as the Blue Blazer, didn't he? He did. Yeah. It was this was the gimmick they saddled him with, thinking he was quite a small guy. Mm. But at this time in, in the in the in the late eighties, he'd been to Japan and he was just the most sensational American wrestler. Right. Working pretty much the only American wrestler who could work with the Japanese high flyers. Mm. Um. He goes to Japan, makes a huge name for himself. He finally signs with the WWF because probably his brother is there, and you know, mm. that's the sort of interesting thing. They don't know what to do with him at all. And he's small, so they just go, oh, he's a joke act. He can come out, we'll put him in a mask, and he'll do his flips, his yeah. little flips, and then he'll lose. And that's all they did to him. And at just the time, he was one of the top good. five wrestlers in the world. Yeah. They just didn't know what to do with him. Mm. They put him in the ring here with Mr. Perfect, who's Kurt Hennig as well. Another brilliant wrestler, mm. although they they were better with Henning because they realized they had something there, and you know they really sort of pushed him a long way. Mm. The sad thing really with Owen Hart is you see him at this i hadn 't watched this for years, and seeing him as the blue blazer in this when he does die in um, Kemper Arena, which is one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine mm. he they brought back this blue blazer gimmick after he 'd become a big star, so right. he was a big star, mm. and they brought this back as a sort of fun sort of sh- what 's it called a sort of fun inside joke, yeah, uh, where he'd be the blue blazer and uh, oh who is it well we, we know it so in heart and everything and mm. it was a tribute and a nod to the fact that he was rubbish in his early career and mm. things i mean it's just it 's horrible seeing that. Soup now makes me feel ill
1: yeah and i think um because it wasn't caught on camera or oh, it was the, the tapings kind of no like, didn, it, it didn, didn, took place show... during
0: a live pay-per-view you
1: can, you can luckily hear, luckily, luckily... Can hear, I, I think i heard uh, the clip of him hitting the bloody
0: well you, you 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 hear i mean i mean it, it's an astonishing piece of, of footage I, I do believe it's up on the network it's which is somewhere. a remarkable decision oh, was that it right? okay. yeah but it's it was a big pay-per-view he was put on a harness above the ring and the Mm. idea he was going to be lowered quite quickly into Mm. the ring as a sort of superhero's entrance. Um, For whatever reason, the harness came free and Mm. he just fell from Mm. the ring, uh, from the rafters into the ring. And he, I mean, uh, awful in front of this thing. The time on the pay-per-view, they'd cut to a little vignette where he was pre-recorded talking about eating your prayers and saying your vitamins, Mm. a sort of joke about what Hulk Hogan used to do what's astonishing in that pay-per-view is you've never seen anything like it before where you've got all the people who work with him who are sort of family members Mm. they're having to keep the show going and so Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler realise something terrible has happened because Jim Ross Jim Ross is the guy with the cowboy hat isn't he Yeah. so he
1: does they're commentating he's sort of watching what's unfolding they
0: all saw it and it's it's just the most horrific set Mm. of circumstances the decision was taken they weren't Entirely, they knew it was a very serious injury, yeah. serious accident. Mm. EMTs worked on him in the ring. Um, he he was turning blue. It was, I mean, they they feared the worst. Yeah, but they had to make the split second decision as to whether the pay per view would continue mm. or whether they should just shut it off. And they made the decision to carry it going. Just sort of, I think because they didn't want the the horror of a crowd leaving, sort of going, what happened? Mm. And they sort of went, well, let's try and. You know, pretend everything is normal and we'll, mm. you know, sort this out. It is one of the strangest things you can ever watch. Mm. I mean, people are, are coming down to do their matches, Jeff Jarrett. Especially in Deborah, the valet, just in tears. Yeah, because they're the next. They're the next um, act down there. The the actual footage of the of um, what happens next. Yeah. So weird. And they were incredibly close. It's it's a really. uh, I mean, it's so horrific, and it's such. It's Bowler counts. You know, he's the nicest guy in the world. Mm. It's it's such a tragedy, and seeing him here as well, and you realise quite a lot of his career, he was a brilliant wrestler, and quite a a lot of his career was these people not quite using him correctly mm. and it must have been a frustration for him and it must mm. have been frustrating and what he didn't get was he didn't get the 10 years at the end where I think people would have said he was the best in the world yeah. and it's you know ah watching this it it just makes me you know a bit sad really yeah. it's uh, and why not you know why shouldn't it um ah anyway you, the, the the reality is these two come together it's a nothing match mm. But you'll never see the two of these people, the two of these wrestlers having a bad match. You could put Owen Hart or Kurt Hennig in the ring with anyone, and they will have the best match that a person can have. And they're pretty good here. They've only got a a short amount of time. Uh, They end with a perfect plex, which is uh, Kurt Hennig does a suplex, and he pulls his shoulders off the mat. Right. So, Hercules, have a look (laughs) at that. That, That's that's how a real wrestler does it. Big one. Big one. And, I, I, you know, let's uh, let not end on a sad note. No, let's, uh, let's, let's end on Jesse the Body Ventura uh, just doing something. Uh, <laughs> just there's a weird thing in the last <laughs> WrestleMania. For some reason, because it's only running at, like, 15 and a half hours, they <laughs> realise they need a little bit extra. Yeah. So they say to Jesse, why don't you get up there and just do a pose? And it goes... Weirdly well. <laughs>
1: um, People seem to eat it up. Yeah. He starts doing some flexing, yeah, and the f- crowd's going crazy they about do. it. Yeah,
0: and then they go WrestleMania Five. They go, you know what, Jesse? It went so well at WrestleMania Four. You're going up again, mate, <laughs> right? And he does it, and again. The crowd goes mental. It's crazy, isn't
1: it? Is it for because you've got like an obscene tie dye t shirt? Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> and, just, and, he, and, he, a, and a t-
0: wa- white, silver tasseled leather jacket. Yeah. And a sort of gold and black studded bandana. You do see like extra, extra large leather jackets in
1: um, vintage shops, and you go, who's what, Matt? <laughs> and it's, it's Jesse the Body Ventura every time.
0: <laughs> I bet it reeks of really <laughs> cheap. Eighties Cologne man, oh man! Uh, he, he is, as far as I'm concerned, he is the white male Grace Jones. <laughs> right. I would love—he's got it all. I would love to introduce those two and then watch them fuck. <laughs> uh,
1: right, well, we're, we're cracking on. So we'll uh, we'll end with the image of Jesse the Body Adventurer
0: fucking Grace Jones. Well, that is the greatest image to end on. <laughs> Imagine the noise. <laughs> Jesse's screaming. <laughs> Grace <laughs> slapping everything. <laughs> Marvelous. Marvelous. Um, yeah, sure at
1: uh, wrestlemepod.com if you want to get involved, if you want to say hello. Uh, next week, we're gonna, we are going to be starting. Um Doing a bit more email stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, do get involved. Do get and in don't forget to rate, review, and recommend. Yes. Tell your friends. Uh, if they, they like the image of Jesse the Body Ventura doing anything, yeah. uh, join us. Uh, if they like the image of... Um, Grace Jones doing anything. Grace Jones. Tell them it's
0: a music podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> About the 80s. <laughs> um, yeah, get involved at show dot WrestleMePod.com. You can also get us on Twitter as well, uh, WrestleMePod, uh, at WrestleMePod as well. Right, see you next time. Let's get out of here. Wrestle, baby! Wrestle me, Mark!